Hey guys, Mubarak here. If you're at all interested in crypto trading, investing, and figuring out what are the best altcoins to invest in now, check out altcoinresearch.com. We just launched our new course that goes through the A to Z, regardless of your background or experience. And I know you guys are going to love it. So go check it out. Hey guys, welcome to the In Penny Stock podcast. I'm your host, Mubarak Shah, CPA and founder of In Penny Stock. And on this show, I help people around the world take control of their finances understand the markets you know regardless of your background experience and help you get to a place where you don't have to worry about checking your bank account or ever living paycheck to paycheck again now if you like the show i'd love it if you can click subscribe so that way you get my new episodes automatically downloaded and sent to you as soon as they come out so you can stay fresh on the hottest investment opportunities and education and now finally before we start today's show uh, if you're interested in learning more Please feel free to text the word STOCKS, S-T-O-C-K-S, to the number 44222 from your phone or wherever you are, and you'll automatically be subscribed to our email list where you'll get our free masterclass on how you can get started learning the market and taking control of your finances. All right, let's get into the show. Hey guys, Mubarak here from Penny Stock. Hope you're doing well. In today's episode, I wanted to cover how you can choose a broker. For 2020 all right it's a new year and there's a lot of new rules in the broker game so this episode is more relevant than ever because a lot of new concepts have been introduced and I'm gonna go over that in this episode all right so your broker just as an intro is somebody who will allow you to buy and sell stocks all right and it's basically online is how most of the transactions happen now or what I would recommend to you there's still, back in the old days before the internet, uh, actual agents or brokers on Wall Street or you know around financial institutions that you would call and they would execute buy and sells for different shares of stocks on your behalf, right? But now everything is online. So there's a few key brokers that I want to discuss, but I want to go over what factors to look into when determining which broker to use. All right, because the broker that you use, and that's pretty much the trading platform and software that you're going to use as well. So there's a lot of different factors to keep in mind. Now, let's just go right into it, right? I'm going to go over the five major things that you need to understand on choosing your broker and what broker to use in 2020. So the first one is costs. All right. So, of course, just like with everything else, when you execute an order or when you provide, do a service, like buying or selling a stock, you have to pay a commission fee to the broker. And that used to be much larger back in the day, like how you see in kind of those shows, like Wolf of Wall Street, stuff like that, where you kind of look at, okay, these guys on the pink sheets were making 50% commission. So that's an example of kind of the commissions that people would pay just to buy and sell stocks. That's really no longer the case anymore, okay? Because now... What's happening is there's actually a new situation in a majority of the market where people are no longer charging any commission fees. All right. It was kind of like a weird race to the bottom up until just this year, like 2019, where the commissions were down to about anywhere from five to seven dollars a trade. All right. And there's a few different features, you know, if you're trading options, bonds, ETFs or penny stocks, there was a small, you know, additional costs associated with it, micro costs, maybe a dollar, two dollars extra. But in general, 
you know, you needed to have some kind of capital, like at least $500. So that way all your profits wouldn't be eaten away in just trading fees, right? Because this fee applies when you were to buy and when you were to sell. But now what happened is I think it started with Charles Schwab or, or Schwab or TD Ameritrade, but there was basically a very quick race to the bottom. And in an effort for these more major companies to acquire a large amount of the customer base, uh, and I think it was because of Robinhood, right? Robinhood took a large share of everybody's market, the old institutional banks. And so these guys needed to compete, and so they just reduced their commission to zero. So Robinhood was the first people to do that, where you could buy and sell on their platform. And they were around for a few years, and then now I think just every pretty popular broker firm at least in the United States, now does not have a commission fee either. So that's the first thing you want to look at, right, is costs, because you don't want to lose your profits in just the trading execution you're doing. So if you're starting to trade in 2020, you're just in a great, great point, because automatically you're going to make more money because you're not going to be paying the commission fees. You know, it's almost like a mini tax that you don't have to pay anymore that people have been having to pay for pretty much decades, if not centuries. So that's a great place to be in. Um, speed of execution is also a very important factor. So that's probably factor number two. Cost is factor one. Speed of execution is number two. And that's why that's the difference between why you want to use a top broker and not just a random no-name company. Because the large companies that have invested billions of dollars have fire faster buys and sells. Right? So if you haven't traded before, you should know that when you just when you go to, to the stock market or like log in through your app or whoever you're buying a stock, when you actually put your order in to buy, you don't get your shares right away. In fact, many times, depending on how you set up your order, you won't even get the stocks that you want, right? You have to specifically target the cost and the type of order that you want to place. And because the stock market is so volatile and the share prices of stocks changes all the time, if you don't put, if you're not buying at a reasonable price, meaning the market price, you're not going to get the stock. And so fast executions is important because you need to have your order be able to go before the hundreds, if not thousands of other people that are also trading the same stocks at the same time you are. So that's definitely something to keep in mind is those top brokers have a higher speed of execution. So in the top, I would probably say is like this company Interactive Brokers. They're pretty much made for day traders, but you need to have a minimum of $25,000 in your account. So, you know, that's more for advanced traders. But so if you're there, definitely, you know, reach out to me and I can connect you to a broker there. Or you can reach out to us at admin, that's A-D-M-I-N, at inpennystock.com. Um, but the other brokers are all free and also very useful in terms of speed of execution. So Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, um, you can go to your local bank, really, to figure out who you should use. Um, the next one is compliance, right? Making sure your broker is regulated uh, and that they're legally obliged to protect your financial interests. So that's really important. You know, you want to make sure they're either FDIC insured or, you know, just make sure you can ask them when you're setting up your account that, hey, like in the United States, any account that's FDIC insured, like your local bank account, That'll mean that if, God forbid, anything happens to the company that is the bank itself, then your accounts and your money in there, you know, doesn't just disappear to thin air. It's actually protected by the federal government. 
So pretty much every normal checking account from any major business bank or regular bank in the United States has an FDIC coverage policy of $250,000. So you want to just make sure your broker is compliant. This is really an issue for any international or foreign people, right? If you're signing up for a broker outside of the United States, uh, you need to look into these things because there's a lot of kind of up and coming, relatively schemey brokerage platforms that if you can't find a ton of reviews online and you can't see that it's been around for years, I would try to stay away from, you know, it's your money. You want to protect it. So um, then there's what I would say the fourth factor is kind of just like the uh, ease of use, you know, the tech platform itself, the software. So you need to be comfortable with the software that your broker provides. And each software or each user platform of different uh, trading platforms is a little different. eTrade.com is different than SureTrader.com is different than TD Ameritrade and even TD Ameritrade because they've been around so long and they've acquired other companies, they actually have like three different softwares. So you can choose kind of what you play from essentially. By play, I mean trade in the stock markets or engage in day trading or whatever. So uh, that you should maybe look up YouTube videos uh, in pennystock.com. We have tutorials on all of these platforms and at the YouTube channel. So you can check those out too if you'd like on how to trade on different platforms like TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, uh, E-Trade. And that way it kind of gives you a behind the scenes look at the platform and the user interface, right? You want to be comfortable and enjoy using the platform that you're, you know, trading your thousands or, of dollars on daily or weekly or whatever. Uh, and then finally, I would say the fifth thing is the level of support you get, all right? Because you want to be able to feel comfortable that when you have an issue or God forbid something comes up with your account, with your um, trades, that you have a proper customer support. So if you're a first time trading, you know, the easiest thing to do, of course, is Robinhood. And I have my kind of link in the description. Um, you can see it if you're signed up for a penny stock email. Very easy to sign up with Robinhood. But then I definitely also recommend have an account with like an E-Trade or a TD Ameritrade. Uh, again, this is just purely educational advice. This is not investment advice. And really just have that platform where you can actually feel comfortable calling up a broker, calling up a rep, and uh, being able to talk to them if you feel like you need to have a question answered or so. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. I know we went into a lot of detail. Uh, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at admin. A-D-M-I-N at inpennystock.com and feel free to comment, review, and subscribe. That way you'll get notified immediately when we drop the new podcast and I'm focusing on dropping a new podcast every day. So on your commute to work, at the gym, whenever you're walking, or even just for a casual briefing on what's going on in the markets, you can definitely get an episode from here at In Penny Stock. And finally, Always let me know about what topics you're interested in, either via the review or emailing me, and I'll make sure we deliver the content you're looking for. Thanks for your time.